your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Welcome to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm Ashley Talley. In today's deep dive conversation, I'm talking with Pritchard Strong. He is our producer for the Five on Your Side franchise. And Pritch, our day started with you calling me before 8.30 this morning and saying, I think I have a six o'clock lead. Yeah, we. Um, I got a tip this morning um, that there was an issue with uh, environmental contaminants at Poe Hall at NC State and that essentially that they were closing down the building because of the concern from these contaminants. There was a letter that apparently went out to faculty, staff, and students. Uh, at least that's what the headline reads on it. Uh, and that was forwarded to me and uh, a little bit more information saying that there was some concern about um, illnesses involving people who worked in the building uh, and that there was some serious concern surrounding that that may be connected to this issue. And what did the email or letter that you obtained say about what they were doing with the building? So what they were telling me essentially was that they were closing the building today at five o'clock, today being Friday, November 17th, and that they would limit access until essentially Thanksgiving. And beyond that point, they would close it down. They had gotten preliminary testing back that showed uh, PCBs, uh, an environmental contaminant, cancer-causing chemical uh, during testing there, and they needed to close the building out of an abundance of caution uh, to move forward with some more comprehensive testing of the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we know sort of where their investigation was centered. Tell me about Poe Hall. What is this building used for? How old is it? What do we know about it? So it was built in 1971. Um, it's used uh, with classrooms. Uh, a couple of different departments operate out of there. Um, and, you know, along with professors and offices and things like that. So there, there's a pretty uh, good amount of people who circulate through that area and some professors uh, and staff who, who have worked there long term as well. And it's education and psychology part of their departments, I believe? I believe that's correct. Okay. So um, we've had reporters there obviously all day today. Um, and Shelley um, reported at noon that she saw – people going in and out and gathering their belongings and picking up boxes and stuff. So from your understanding, that's what they were encouraged to do, the, the staff who works there? Yeah, essentially they're going to restrict access starting at 5 o'clock on Friday, November 17th. So the doors are not just going to be open to anybody who needs to get in after that. You're going to have to, to contact the university to get access to the building past that point. Um, it's going to be limited, and, and obviously there's some concern there. I mean, PCBs are cancer-causing chemicals. Uh, the EPA uh, reports that PCB-containing building materials were used um, in schools and other buildings constructed or renovated between about 1950 and 1979, which falls right into when Poe Hall was built, uh, again, 1971. Do we know what uh, was the impetus for them starting this testing and if any other buildings were tested? So officially, uh, we don't. At this point, um, we know that there has been testing going on here. Um, we, we have heard 
just kind of in our conversations with people that concerns from people in the inside that building who work inside that building really kind of started this uh, look at the air systems, the testing, things like that. Um, beyond that, we don't have uh, a full official word from the university as far as how all this started, but you know they're saying they're closing it as a voluntary step. Uh, it's going to be challenging because, you know, Right now, they're going to have to change the classes and other things to remote uh, alternate formats. So it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment uh, and a sudden adjustment for people for the rest of the semester. Yeah, it sounds like it. Thankfully, we are toward the end of the fall semester for for colleges anyway. But um, yeah, it must be really disruptive for the faculty who have offices there and obviously all the students who have classes there. So you work closely with um, Five on Your Side reporter Keely Arthur and photojournalist Richard Adkins, they've been kind of out on the streets contacting tons of people today and talking with lots of people. What has Keely learned so far? Yeah, she's been making a lot of calls, talking to a lot of people connected to this building. Um, she's spoken to a, a retiree who spent nearly two decades in Poe Hall who said, um, you know, classrooms, offices had black particles in the air. Um, you know, they tried to filter some of these particles out with cheesecloth and, and it would really cake on that cheesecloth after like 60 days. Um, that Some of the complaints really didn't go too far. Um, you know, so there was some concern there from that employee. Another former NC State employee who worked at Poe Hall for about a decade um, basically said that when there was a renovation in there, a piece of floor fell on her desk, um, did not hit her, um, it landed on the desk black liquid uh, apparently started dripping onto the desk. Um, so it sounds like there have been some issues dating back years, some concerns from staff that, you know, we don't know exactly how they were addressed. Um, and, you know, we have to be really clear at this point, you know, whether people are telling us about links of illnesses and things like that, we, we can't confirm that at this point. These are people that have concerns um, about the air quality in the building, and, and that's completely justified. We just have to kind of be careful about that and, and linking those things. But certainly it sounds like there were some problematic issues in the building uh, going on for, for potentially years, almost more than a decade that we've heard of. But it was sort of well known amongst the faculty there, like, oh, watch out for kind of the, the health here. Exactly. We have been told of at least two current faculty members who have cancer, um, and we've reached out to them, I believe. But like you said, um, you know, we recently did a documentary on PFAS and water in central North Carolina, and people who drink that water show higher levels of that and say that they know more people who have cancer than in other places. But just as in this instance, there's studies have shown links, but no, you can't really directly correlate time in a building with someone having cancer. I don't, you know, I just don't think you can drill down that much. And these things are difficult, right? Because it's not like you can just do a couple of tests and figure out in a few days or a few weeks even what is actually going on and whether these uh, potential illnesses could be connected to what's going on in the building. We've had issues all over the state, uh, Warren County with PCBs and issues there that cost. Uh, millions and millions, if not billions, I believe, of dollars to, to clean up and repair. I mean, you look out towards Charlotte and Huntersville and, and issues with eye cancer clusters out that direction that potentially are connected to coal ash in the ground. Uh, there are issues all over. And I mean, these types of things get studied for years and years and years. Um, and, you know, with PFAS and the things that you're talking about, that is still something that is kind of being investigated and there, and there are more and more things that are being looked at in that area um, so, you know, th this could be something that's ended up going on for quite a while. Coming up after the break, we'll talk more about the PCBs found in Poe Hall at NC State with Pritchard Strong. 
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Welcome back to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm Ashley Talley here talking with Pritchard Strong, our Five on Your Side producer, who has been working since early this morning um, after getting a tip about PCBs found in an office and um, academic building at NC State today. Um, Pritch, this news was delivered, you know, via email to those affected um, last night, Thursday night. It reminds me a little of um, last year and the year before there was lead found in multiple UNC buildings. Um, lead, you, you know, it, it's in a lot of old buildings too. I imagine this, the PCB stuff is as well. Um, and you said it was found mostly. They were looking in airways and, and heating ducts and everything. Um, I have heard you on the phone this morning talking to lots of places with acronyms. Can you tell me how, who's in charge of regulating these things? Who tests? Who have you and Keeley reached out to to learn more about this story today? So we've kind of run the gamut a little bit. So we've reached out to NCDHHS to see what their role is along with Department of Labor. Who That's um, the Health and Human Services. Yep, uh, Health and Human Services, uh, as well as the Department of Labor, who I believe does some of the air quality testing in the state. Um, we've also reached out to the CDC, uh, who directed us over to the EPA for some more of the PCB um, research and, and data. I feel like we're in the military. You tell uh, these acronyms. It's a lot of them. It really is. Um, but yeah, it, it's there are a lot of different agencies who kind of touch this um, investigation and, and what's going on. Um, and there's going to be a lot more, you would have to imagine, uh, coming down the road to try and figure out um, the source of this, what, where, how long has it been there, um, and you know who may have been exposed to it? Because I think that's going to be kind of the thing. They're clearing the building out now. They're having people get out of there now. What is going to be the next step? Who else may they need to contact? Who has worked in that building? Who may not now? Who else are they going to need to to maybe test or warn or t- say you know you need to monitor your health in one way or another? So that's just kind of the forward looking thing that I think there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of looking into as we kind of continue down this road. Right. I mean that building's been there 52 years. It, you know, hundreds of people have have worked there for an extended period of time. I'm sure. Um, we have Ali Ingersoll, our data reporter, also working on this. Do we know anything about the prevalence of PCBs? In our environment in general? In general, they were a little bit more prevalent um, in in years past. And and we have a couple of um, instances that were highlighted on WRAL.com inside this story, uh, Warren County being one of them, which we kind of touched on briefly. Um, There were some incidents where, you know, they were essentially put out into uh, into the public or buried or put in different places that caused exposure. Um, But I mean, they're they're much more documented and well-known now. 
Um, it's a little bit more rare in in this day and age to have a a case this large where you kind of discover there's a a contamination and and people potentially could be at risk. One of our senior producers, Stephanie Beck, earlier sent me a list of about 30 of the buildings at NC State and when they were built, and all of them were between like 1950 and 1980. So potentially we're looking at multiple buildings that were built around the same time. Now we don't know if any of them have the same issues or even if they've been tested, but it'll certainly be interesting to see what happens from here as at UNC, they just found more and more and more because of the age of the buildings. And that's a question that we're asking now is, is this the only building? Because we know that NC State has an air quality program where there are you know, people you can report to if you have concerns or issues. And you know, we're asking, is this the only building? Are there other buildings with similar or other issues? Things like that, trying to get a scope of, of other buildings, like you said, this age in, built in this same time period, um, and whether other people may need to know if, if they could be at risk for exposure to PCBs or potentially something else. Pritch, you and Keeley and Richard um, work in a division we call Five on Your Side. How do you think this story fits under that Five on Your Side brand? Well, I think it's it's giving people the knowledge and uh, of what's going on. I mean, it you know, there Five on Your Side is by nature kind of consumer news, but at the same time, you know, we want to give people a voice and and give people all the information that we possibly can. And, um, you know, when somebody trusts us enough to reach out to us directly, we want to take what they're saying seriously and try to go out and, and learn all that we can about it. Um, and in this case, it, it turned into something that was really significant. Um, it turned into something that obviously affects a lot of people, everybody in that building who uses it on a daily basis, who's used it for years, um, and, and potentially other people who have used it in the past who are no longer there. So, um, you know, that's just one of the kind of we do focus on some consumer and financials and stuff like that, but this is certainly one of those cases where um, this story was brought to us and, and um, you know, it, it's turned out to be a pretty serious one. Well, I think that what you all do every day is try to keep people safe, and this certainly falls under that. So thank you so much. I know that you guys will continue to follow on the story and bring us the latest. Thank you. That's Pritchard Strong the Five on Your Side producer at WRAL News. If you'd like to hear more episodes of WRAL Daily Download, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Once you follow our show, you'll automatically get new episodes every weekday. I'm Ashley Talley. Thanks for listening. Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months, saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.